Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, thank you. Comment. I'll give a little wave. If you're not on YouTube yet, get subscribed. Look at me. I'm wearing the Charcuterie Board Stinks t-shirt. You can get a Charcuterie Board Stinks t-shirt at shop.jaredfreed.com. That's right. I got the whole collection. So get on that. Also, before we get into this, it's an all-email episode of the podcast. All you got to do, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Tonight, tonight, tonight is the Beach by Happy Hour virtual happy hour. I got two special guests. I got a special rant. Uh, We're going to play fun games. And then at the end, I'm going to take audience questions. Get your tickets now. Go, go, go. The link is in my bio on Instagram. The link is in, if we can put in the description, Shelby, of this episode, that'd be great. If you are in a position where you cannot afford the, the ticket, it's 10 bucks. I totally understand. No judgment. You also send me a DM. Hey, I'd love a, a code. I'm not going to ask you a question. You don't have to at, tell me why. I don't need the sob stories. Just go, I want to come tonight. Uh, hit me with the code. All you got to say, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a secret password. Hit me with the code, bitch. That's all you got. Write me, hit me with the code, bitch. And I'll send you a code so you can come for free. But I, I totally understand. People are in, you know, uh, times are tough right now. And listen, we're all taking haircuts except for actual haircuts. So send me a DM if you want a, if you want a free code. If you can afford the $10 ticket. Please go buy one. Get your friends involved. It's a fun event. I have a blast doing them, and I treat them like I treat every performance very seriously. Uh, I get nervous. I, I get in my head, and uh, but I'm excited to do it. Let's do the emails. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. His penis is too big. That is just a funny sentence right away. His penis, and she wrote two T-O-O in all caps. His penis is too big. Jared, thank you for brightening my quarantine. I'll get right to it. I've started sleeping with a guy from work. We're both nurses. We work together, and he lives on site at the hospital. I didn't even know that was a thing. He seems like a great guy and good fun time for a quarantine hookup. My problem is his penis is so big that it actually hurts. Like I'm talking the width of a can of Coca-Cola and normal length. What the fuck is that? So it's a normal length. I don't know what that means. I'm, I would assume that I'm normal because I've gotten the compliment myself that, you, that I have a good penis, which is, I think, like a woman's way of being like, don't get ahead of yourself, but you're, you, you made the cut. I think that's what they're saying when they say you have a good penis. I didn't realize that penises all, you know, I don't see a lot of hard penis except for a, you know, a porno here and there. So I didn't realize that there was such a thing as the weird penis, that there was such a thing as like, you know, the thin penis. I, I guess I never thought about it. So this is a Coca-Cola dick. This is a Coca-Cola can, which I'm assuming is like this. That's, 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 that's a thick dick. The first two times we slept together, it hurt so much during and for a few days after. The third time wasn't so bad. 
I think we did more foreplay, which helped. Anyways, I didn't even know this could be a real problem. I mean, <laughs> to the guy, it's not a problem, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could be a real problem. Anything can be a problem. You just need your penis in moderation. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what do I do? I asked him because he must have had this problem before, but he just said that I would get used to it. But I'm worried, does get used to it mean we're just permanently changing my anatomy? Because no thanks. And I don't know if this is the guy I'll end up with forever. He's really hot and we have fun, to get, fun but during sex I have to be quite... I have to be quite tense and we can't really let loose if you know what I mean due to the fact that it's constantly on the line between pleasurable and painful. Anyways, what do I do? Is this doomed? Can you th shrink a penis? Help. I don't think you can shrink a penis. Um, but I, you know, sometimes the email gives me a little insight. Here's if I, there's one line in this email that is worrisome. Anyways, I didn't know this could be a real problem. What do I do? I asked him because he must have had this problem before, but he just said that I would get used to it. I don't like that response at all. Like, I, I, I can't imagine that in any circumstance with sex that if my girlfriend came to me and was like, Jared, your penis um, is too big. I mean, now I'm doing my, I'm writing my own fan fiction. Jared, your penis it's just too big. Oh, baby, you'll get used to it. The rest of them do. And then you just see women limping down the street. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's not a good response. You have to have empathy in everything. So his response scares me because I wouldn't want a sexual partner that just disregarded my comfort in general. Male, female, you know, straight, gay, lesbian, whatever it may be. I would just say, I, I think you got to go back to him and go, hey, get used to it is not a good enough answer. I would go back to him and be like, hey, um, if you're telling me to get used to it, then this must have been an issue in the past. What did those other women do? Did they just not say anything after you told them to get used to it? Like, get used to it. He sounds like, he sounds like uh, he's from a different generation get used to it toots this cock is gonna be fucking and your vagina's gotta get used to it like i don't even it's a monstrous way to respond to someone so take this response as your feelings of like that wasn't a good enough answer are justified i would go to him and be like hey listen um congratulations on your huge cock um but we have to figure out a plan for this because I'm not enjoying the sex. Even if you're enjoying and I'm not enjoying, then this isn't a fun game to play and we'll have to move on. And if you can't understand that or try and you know be reasonable and kind of work out a solution, like I would put down a pad of paper, I'd draw the penis out and be like, how are we going to work this out? He's got to negotiate with you where he doesn't. And if he doesn't, he got to move on. JTrainPodcast.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com fun weekend or ruin a friendship these emails keep getting better and better i found myself in an incredibly awkward position where i feel like i have to choose between ending a 20-year friendship or enduring the worst fourth of july weekend of all time i'm 25 years old and have had and have a good friend of 20 plus years so you've known this person your whole life 
She recently started dating a new guy, and they got very serious very quickly. She moved in, she moved in with him three weeks into dating as her lease was up, and after a month, she told me she's definitely the one, and they've started talking about marriage. Insane, I know. I was alarmed but had no choice but to be supportive as she already moved in with the guy. After they started dating, I met her new guy a few times in group hangout settings throughout the past few months, and besides a few inappropriate jokes, comments, he seemed fine enough. Okay. After these few hangouts, I decided to invite her and the new guy to a beach weekend for the 4th of July I had previously planned with other friends. I rented a big Airbnb at a nearby beach and have five friends planning on coming, plus my friend and her new boyfriend now. Here's the issue. This past weekend, I invited my friend and her new boyfriend to two different get-togethers, including... And two different get togethers, including the other friends that will be in the 4th of July weekend. My friend's new boyfriend was absolutely horrible at both events. Ooh, he biffed the landing. At first, the at the first event, he got hammered and insulted almost everyone uh, there on such things as their career choice, where they're from, and general interests. At the second event, he again argued with everyone at the brunch, insulting their educational choices, was ranting about how civil rights are dumb and the coronavirus is fake. Oof, this guy really makes an entrance. No, I'm not making this up, and we were all in shock. Multiple people at the brunch table asked the guy to please stop talking, and he wouldn't shut up. Ooh. Ooh. I, this is a really bad time uh, for people who speak without thinking. It's because everyone, you know, I'm being very nice. I understand that. You might be saying I'm giving this guy way too much credit, and people like him too much credit, and I can understand where you would say that, but my point in that is saying, this is a bad time for people who spout off because you can be really offensive really quickly. Whereas if you're at a brunch and the conversation is about, I don't know, the weather, it's not as is as uh, as hot and it's not as uh, affecting other people. Do I hope you guys know what I mean? I'm just saying like. The way it is bad landscape for your friend who's like, I'm just obnoxious. They that is fine at some point in life. But right now, these these months that we're in, that friend needs to stay in. And it sounds like this is that friend. Needless to say, after these two events, multiple friends of mine that were planning on going to the 4th of July weekend have since texted me saying they're not sure they're willing to go anymore. If my friend and her boyfriend are coming, since he's so tough to be around, they think it will ruin the weekend as he ruined both hangouts this weekend. This leaves me in an awkward spot as I was the only one who invited him and now feel responsible for potentially ruining the weekend with his presence. I see my options as, well, let's, first of all, before you get into your options, you're going to write out, don't be so hard on yourself. You were being inviting, you were looking to lend an olive branch to a friend. I, I don't think, I think right now, again, I'm being kind considering the atmosphere intent isn't taken into account and I, I think she's like hammering herself because and she's forgetting to like realize her intent her intent was to include her friend who's gotten very serious with her boyfriend and she knows that this is a 20-year friendship that she wants to make sure stays a friendship so the emailer thank you for emailing I think you're very uh even writing this email is a favor to your friend who has the boyfriend who sounds like a monster to me. 
Here are her options as she writes it. Call my friend and let her know her new boyfriend's behavior was very off-putting this weekend, so they're no longer invited to the beach. I know this is likely a friendship ender as she is blinded with love for the guy and will likely... T- Ow! Ow! Woo! Uh, blinded with love for the guy and will likely take this as a personal attack. Okay, two, suck it up and endure five days of this guy's behavior, hoping my friends will do the same and will still come to the weekend. Three, make up some excuse about the Airbnb not allowing extra guests and tell my friend she and the new guy can't come. This is a lie, but will preserve the weekend and also save my friendship with her. Let me know which option this thing is best or if you have a fourth option you think I should go with. Um... I think the four, the third option, make up an excuse about the Airbnb right now speaks to me because it gives you time uh, to see if they work out, gives you time. It's also, as of taping this, it's June 10th. It gives you, I, that option could be, mm, it's tough. I mean, you're, here are the two options I'll give you. I don't think, number two, suck it up and endure five days of this guy's behavior, hoping my friends will do the same and still come to the weekend. That's not an option. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can just hope for the best. You've, you, you tried. You made the effort. I think your first option, call my friend and let her know her boyfriend's behavior was very off-putting this weekend, so they're no longer invited. I change, let me change that option for you. I do think the lie option is a credible option. I'm not a big lie guy, but if there's a lie that can make things your life easier where you say, hey, I just got a call from the owner of the Airbnb. Uh, they were just checking in. They do this check-in. Here's how I would lie. If I, were, if I was to do the lie, I would go, hey, the owner of the Airbnb called me out of the blue. Uh, they're very worried about us being like a party group for some reason. I guess they saw, you know, they looked me up or something. They saw that we were young. Um, I... Uh, they told, they asked me how many people were coming. I told them the number and they said, that's too, too many. And you guys were the last, I included you guys last second. I hope you'll understand. I, I have to like, I don't mean to disinvite you, but you'll know where we'll be. And maybe if you find another place to stay because, uh, you can, and basically you're opening it up to, you can come, but you're not going to stay with us. That's the, that's the lie. Because when you say you can come, you can, you can't stay with us though. The lie is kind of protected in this world where you're like, no, 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 we want you to come, but, we, you know, whatever. So that's one option. I think the more, um, the option that that speaks to your friend is a change on number one. You said, call my friend and let her know my boyfriend's behavior was very off-putting this weekend, so they're no longer invited to the beach. So I, I, I wouldn't do it that way. I would do it where I call the person I would try and get face-to-face because everything over the phone, everything over text just loses its tone. I would try and get face-to-face this person and go, what do you th-? And I would get them talking. How do you think the, the last two hangouts went with your boyfriend? And get them talking. They, they can't, listen, she might be blinded by love, but like, oh, I thought, you know, she'll get talking. And then you say, let me just report to you the feedback I got. And, and you just let her know, hey, a bunch of different people were like upset with the way he spoke to them. And it's totally okay to have your own opinions or have your own viewpoint on life. But he didn't really, by coming into our party and demeaning everyone's career and their thoughts and their, and telling them that civil rights are dumb and, and saying the coronavirus is fake, especially during this time, 
that is a lack of care for meeting your friends. And I think and, and th that was taken that he didn't care about getting to know us. He's walking into our territory. And I would explain. I would say he walked into our territory and basically told us our house was a piece of shit. All our thoughts and dreams were a piece of shit. And I would, I would say to her, I would go, and I would go, what do you think we should do? Because I had people, uh, there was a few people that like don't want to go on the trip and they're worried about having a confrontational holiday. And then maybe the agreement is, I'm going to, you know, I, I could see how she'd get mad, but I could also see how she would go, you know, maybe we'll do our own thing or I don't want to put uh, anyone in a bad position. Talk with her like you're working with her because you should be. It's your friend of 20 years. And say to her, I've been friends with you for 20 years. I don't want to lose you as a friend over this. I'm trying my best. But it felt like your boyfriend didn't try as hard to meet our group as we tried to bring him into it. And that's, and, and then you say, I want you to still come, but if you can't talk to him about what's going on, then we we gotta then then we're screwed. I I, I don't know what to do. And then I, I think saying I don't know what to do to your friend, it at least shows that like, yeah, you're judging her and all that stuff, but you're also not like you're saying this is a hard thing for all of us. And again, I wouldn't want to be I, the the lie option's still there. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Tough one. These are tough times for social interactions. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com how many dates until you owe a breakup do you owe someone a oh do you owe someone a breakup text after one date is it fine to just not follow up with that person at all how many dates until you owe a breakup text and at what point does it need to be an in-person breakup thanks for the knowledge papa jt now you might be wondering is this a male or female this is a male and i love the word oh and i i appreciate that they wrote that because there is this thing, this is kind of, this is the perspective of a man where you're like, I don't want to be the bad guy. I'm not into this. I, 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 uh, do I owe them this? I think you all, my position is do, it's, it, I kind of think of breakups like I think of, um, like I think of black tie optional events. If it's black tie optional, I go black tie. I don't, you know, if it, it, I don't go less than black. I don't do my own thing. So again, if after one day you guys have texted for a while and then, it, and you go on a date and you, and then they reach out to, and then you say to them, uh, and then there's no contact from them, let it be, let it fizzle. But if they reach out to you, you go, Hey, this is, I really had a good time with you. It was great to meet you, but this is not the match for me. And I hope you understand that. And I know we've only met once. Admit to it. Admit. I, we, I know we've only met once, but this is, you know, I just want to let you know so that you're not wasting your time uh, texting me when you could be texting someone else. And I think get out of your head the O thing. I, you don't owe anybody anything. You went on a date, you gave it a shot, and it didn't work out. That's fine. You didn't feel the romantic match. But do what makes, I, I think that you can be selfish with breakups. It would, you will feel better. And I am telling you that you will feel better when you go reach out to someone that even if in the court of public opinion, can you believe he told me he wasn't ready for, he didn't want to waste my time after one date. Someone will go, oh, yeah, well, that was nice of him. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do some sponsors. We are sponsored every week. I want you to go. Uh, if they can give you money towards something you would get, I want you to use the sponsor because it helps this show. Doesn't that sound good? That is like the best thing you can do because then they're giving you money, they're giving me money, and we're all working together. 
Brooklinen, you can get 10% off your first order, free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. Postmates, $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. Download the Postmates app. Use the code JTRAIN. FabFitFun, choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness products to customize your box. Get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Ritual Vitamins, better health doesn't happen overnight. Get 10% off, 10, 10, 10. Your first three months at Ritual.com slash JTRAIN. ExpressVPN, protect your privacy online and watch streaming services anywhere in the world. Get three months free at ExpressVPN.com slash J train. Those are our sponsors this week. Go, you know, if one of those speaks to you, then let's, you know, get into it. Let's do some quick hits. Hit the music, Shelby. Advice for being nervous to go on a first date. The other person's nervous too, and that's okay. Nervous is a good thing. That means you're excited. Nervous isn't the, I get nervous before doing the beach by happy hour. I get nervous before doing stand-up. It's because I love it and I want it to go great, not because of negative reasons. So nervous, lean into nervous. Don't be afraid of it. It's good. Guy says he prefers to ask for girls Snapchat, not numbers for their comfort. Is that bullshit? Yeah, that's bullshit. Anytime someone goes, oh, no, 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 I'm doing this for you. That is them thinking that they're such a fucking narcissist that they know the feelings and thoughts inside of your head. They should let you make the decision. If you feel that it would be safer for you to be on Snapchat, then you would have told him. He doesn't respect you, so that, so he's lying to you with this bullshit lie, though. Oh, no, I'm going on Snapchat for you. No, he's going on Snapchat because it's the land of casual, and he can unsubscribe from you, and you won't have his number. Friends with benefits got more serious during COVID. Chance it works once there are more options in New York City. Yeah, I think if... but. You have to be unafraid of losing this person. You have to be unafraid of saying, this relationship has changed. I'm looking for more. This isn't friends with benefits to me anymore. If, you want, if you're on the same page, let's keep it going. If not, and you're not going to do dates, and you're not going to be the same person you were during a quarantine, then you got to go. But you have to be ready to cut bait. How to make my fiance's birthday special in quarantine while I'm unemployed. Uh, you clean up the place. Put out a bottle of champagne, write a nice card, put out a nice dinner, cook or order in, whatever it might be, put it on some nice plateware, and get a bottle of wine. That's a great night. How many dates, different guys, is too many to in a week? I have four this week. There Too many is when you're too exhausted to go on them. A guy I matched with on Hinge uh, texts me every couple of days but stops replying after a text or two. Why? Uh, I wouldn't get in the game of counting texts. Text when you have something to say, and if they don't get back to it, then you say, well, I don't want to date someone who doesn't get back to my text. Fuck, marry, kill. Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, Delta. I marry Delta. I fuck Southwest. I kill American. Great dates, awesome time. Is it okay to not talk uh, often, only talk to make plans seems weird? You have a phone. You can text. Text when you have something to say. Hey, how's your day going? Oh, it's good. And if they're not getting back to it, it's okay to to be it's oh, what you're doing right now is you're afraid to text when you have something to say because you're afraid of being turned off by their texting because you don't think it's a good enough reason. It's good enough reason to be turned off by anything someone does. Dig into the things that turn you on. And if they don't live up to your standard, get the fuck out. Can you redeem yourself after coming on too strong? Yeah. 
Put the ball in their court. Hey, uh, I, I kind of got outside of myself. I was really excited about meeting you. Let me know if you're ready to go out for drinks. I'm down. If you started seeing someone, and also, if you, there's no such thing as too strong. There's such a thing as you got excited, and they weren't as excited as you, and they're not adding up to what you want. If you started seeing someone in the quarantine, is it bad to ask for dates, ordering in and walks? No, 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 no. You should be asking for what you want, and if they don't do it, that is time to go. Gabagoo! Uh, how to get over a breakup during stay-at-home. Call parents, friends, family, unsubscribe from them on every social media. How to reach out to a window tapper. For those of you that are first-timers here, the window tap is when someone likes like 10 of your Instagram photos in a row. They're just like, hello, I'm here, I'm hard. You should be upfront and funny. Hey, do you like what you're seeing? Or, hey, now that you've liked all my pictures, maybe you should say hi. Call it out. Moving to a new city in two months. When can I change hinge location? Whenever you want. Just be up, uh, up front and honest. Boyfriend got a bumble alert. Says it was a push notification and he'll delete the app. Ditch him? Ooh. I... The idea that he got a bumble alert is worrisome. It'd be one thing if you saw Bumble on, if you saw Bumble, like, I think the more excusable offense is someone else saw him in Bumble and he had just deleted the app, but he didn't deactivate the account. This is not, for a alert to come up, then it feels like you caught him. This is more problem than I, I, I don't know if you break up, but I think you have to have a serious conversation. Dating someone for a year and not meeting their family. I would ask to meet the family. Hey, why haven't I met? I would, I would, what I would do is introduce them to my family and then go, so when are you? You're up. How do you avoid getting and giving in too much to the munchies? I mean, that's the fucking story of my life. All I do is wake up and eat. That's my, that's, if I didn't eat after 11 o'clock at night, I would be three pounds. If, is there a difference between your boyfriend saying I love you and saying I'm in love with you? Ah, No. The peanut gallery just said that I've never said I'm in love with her. I'm in love with you. Should I? Is that okay? No? Why not? You, you want to... See? You never win. You never win. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I love you. I'm in love with you. To me, those are... I would take them as the same and not look at... Like, on The Bachelor this season, or on Listen to Your Heart, which no one watched, I watched... Listen to your heart. They had this this thing where the guy was like, I'm falling in love with you. And it felt like this like side door to like not saying I love you, but to be like, I'm on the road to I love you. And then people just took it as an I love you. And I kind of like that stance where it's like, yeah, just that's that's what they are. Like, and at some point, if it ends, I, I think a lot of people like hang on this. They go, they go, well, you told me you love me. And then they go, no, I said, I'm in love with you. And then you'd be like, you're a fucking crazy person. You were just trying to manipulate me. So if you're going to use that again, I'm saying if they're going to use that against you, then you don't want to fucking date them in the first place. And you're going to find that out at some point. Bring back the stash. I think I'm done with the stash. I saw you live in Boston. You were great. I have a longer Corona dating question. Can you DM? No. Send an email, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also going to be back in Boston in November. Just finished HBO's Crashing. Is it real that comedians have to bark to perform? Is Esty real? Esty is real. We texted the other night. I saw her the other night on Zoom. 
Uh, she's great. I, I'm a, I, you know, I love Esty. Uh, crashing is about comedians. She's asking. Uh, it's the barking is the people on the street going comedy, comedy, comedy. Ten bucks, ten bucks. Who wants tickets? Some of those people are doing that to make legitimate money, and other people are doing are trying to get tickets sold so they go they can go on stage in exchange for selling the tickets. So yeah, barking is a legitimate thing that people do. Um, my personally, I went. You can go so many different routes to get into comedy. I went to a lot of open mics where you get a drink and you go on stage for five minutes and nobody laughs. And, you know, that's the story of my life forever. So that's uh, and they're still not laughing. Best way for divorced moms to date. Honest, open and be sure you're over your divorce. Transitioning from college to big girl job. Stop calling it a big girl job. If money wasn't concerned, what would your dream vacation be? Beach by noon, baby. Been on two amazing dates, but can't keep up with texting. What's the deal? Text when you have to say, have something to say, and let people, and if they're disappointing you, be okay that to leave them. My ex keeps reaching out to make small talk. How do I tell him to stop? What the fuck does he want? Stop wondering what he wants. Just say, hey, stop texting me. We're broken up. Are you going to move out of NYC? I don't think so. It, for now, no. Uh, a guy says he needs to fix himself before giving himself to someone else. Future hope? No. He's using an emotional excuse that will ward you off more. So guys do this a lot. They'll try to speak in like female emotional terms to get someone to get why they should leave them alone. He's just trying to create an excuse that you'll understand or will allow. That you'll allow. Oh, you don't know. I've had such a hard life. Do they, do they buy it? Are they, am I out yet? Why do guys cancel dates after rescheduling them? To keep you on the hook. We don't just throw away leftovers. We put it in the fridge for when we're ready for them. That's the podcast. We're here every uh, Monday through Friday. Come to the happy hour tonight. Ticket link in bio. Beach by happy hour tonight at 8. Get, in t- uh, get that ticket.